0: Welcome, everyone, to Mosaic News, our kitchen table where we discuss important topics for life and faith at Mosaic Christian Fellowship. All right. Well, um, I'm so excited to start this podcast today. Uh, For a while now, we've struggled to get more substantial updates and information to the whole church, and I'm really excited uh, to do this for Mosaic. Uh, You know, at our church, we've had announcements where we could get out, you know, snippets of information and congregational meetings where we can have kind of big discussions about issues together. But we've lacked uh, something that had the reach of the internet um, and the space and the depth of, of a conversation. So. Um, I thought that this was a great way for uh, me to communicate more substantial uh, news with the church and updates, and we can talk about various theological topics and also think about things that pertain to our community together. So I'm really excited um, about this. We hope, um, I hope to release at least one podcast a month and hope to address topics that really matter uh, to our church Um, and, you know, nothing trivial. Maybe sometimes we'll talk about things that are fun and um, I hope to take questions from the congregation, but I'm really excited about the reach that this podcast can have for you. Um, I thought I would just start today with a brief update on Mosaic. Um, As we start this podcast, uh, some of you were at the congregational meeting where I talked about this, but many of you weren't. And so I want to kind of briefly, just briefly, uh, talk about where I see we were as a congregation, uh, where I see us today, and where I see us going as a congregation. Um, you know, when I became the lead pastor of Mosaic in 2015, uh, there were many things that I wanted to address in the church, uh, not because our church was, you know, lacking um, in, you know, anyway, but a- any church, um, there, are things, um, there, there are things that God is doing in the life of the church and there are things that we can always grow in. Um, and so there were a couple of things that I really wanted to address, but probably the most important thing um, at Mosaic, uh, well, two important things was community and leadership community and leadership. Um, Today, you know, we have more than 12 small groups that meet in various capacities in, um, you know, really regular, great ways. But just a few years ago, this wasn't the case. Uh, When I became the associate pastor in 2013, uh, small groups was Uh, It was something that needed building and attention. And so we worked hard as a leadership to create a base of small groups where uh, people could feel at home and and love each other um, in a real and tangible way so that the preaching can come to life and um, a place where people can, you know, love each other and get close enough to sin against each other and, and also forgive each other and, you know, to do real community. Uh, rather than uh, be Sunday attenders together. So uh, we really worked on that. And I'm, and I'm really proud of how far uh, some of our small groups have come in the past six years. Um, when I look at the community and love um, that they share, uh, I'm just really proud of them. And I, I'm just so blessed by their care and and. You know, desire to live for each other. So uh, I'm really, uh, it's just an awesome thing in our congregation. Uh, but it was more than just setting up small groups. Uh, those small groups were supposed to give us a platform where our church could form a communal identity, uh, where friendships and bonds formed. And, and when all those friendships and bonds, those nodes of connections that formed uh, came together, when it all came together, it would give Mosaic an identity shape a shape of who we were. Um, I didn't want to come in um, as the pastor and say, this is who we are, because honestly, um, Mosaic itself had to discover who they were. And, and I believe that those meetings and those small groups really gave uh, a base of relationships for Mosaic to understand who they are and who um, they are in each other. Um, And every church needs a sense of identity and purpose, a sense of who we are. And this is what we're striving for together as a church. And I think that there are some key moments um, in the past three years where this happened. And some of these moments were planned moments and some of them were unplanned moments. Um, But, you know, just one example, when our worship team led worship for the joint Good Friday service last year. I really think our worship team came alive and they led in a way. um, We've never really experienced them lead before in the spirit. And I know that behind the scenes, it was a culmination of a lot of effort and pain and prayer. And our worship team had just gone through so much. But when it all came together, I think just as a a congregation member worshiping there, I think every Mosaic member who sat in that joint service of almost, I think, something like 10 different churches that came together that um, Good Friday service, we just, we felt the spirit move in our worship team. And we just felt very proud, honestly, of our worship team. And uh, we're just very proud that they were our worship team. And we're just so proud of them for how far they came. And that's just one flash and a series of flashes that really lit up, The vision of our communal identity um, at Mosaic. Um, The second thing I really focused on um, after community was leadership development. Uh, Mosaic had an interesting leadership structure when I arrived. Uh, The top leadership uh, was called the LT. It's called the LT, the leadership team. But when I scouted through years of LT notes and try to understand what the LT was supposed to be, I realized that when the LT was Uh, originally set up, it wasn't supposed to be the top spiritual leadership of the church. Uh, They weren't actually supposed to function like elders. They were actually supposed to oversee uh, ministry directors and ministry heads. And they were supposed to provide support and administrative support and help them get funding and work with communication to help them. And um, at the same time, while all this was going on, I didn't see any plan to set up elders or deacons in the church. Uh, so the, L- the LT was not really set up to function like elders, and there was no plan to set up elders or deacons. So uh, we began um, this long journey um, into spiritual development. It was one of the top items on the list, and I really believe that the, the church will go the way the leadership goes. And it's always been the case throughout the Bible when you look at the Old and New Testament. And when you look at church history, uh, leadership um, always directs where the church goes. And leadership development for me was uh, top of the list. And there were several categories of leaders that we really needed to set up. Uh, in my heart, I believed we needed a staff uh, because uh, a staff of people with different gifts can do so much more um, than one strong, charismatic leader. And I think it's much healthier to have a staff uh, that's you know diverse in that way. Um, and uh, we also needed to set up elders and deacons. But... We also needed small group leaders who would be on the ground, who would really be kind of the micro shepherds um, who would lead small groups of people who could pray for them and to listen to the things that are going on in people's lives. And we also set up ministry directors. Now, when I set up ministry directors, I was very intentional and very slow about setting up ministry directors because there is a lot for them to oversee. And so we brought in Richard to oversee uh, worship And we brought in Bob uh, to oversee our uh, community outreach and our local outreach. Um, And eventually we will be setting up elders at Mosaic. So leadership development was very key and every staff member when I think about the staff, every staff member who came on board helped us move an identity and purpose. When I think about uh, when Dave Choi came on and helped us with media, uh, it was such um, a a great help, especially as we moved into the new building and there was just so much to do uh, from, you know, the congregation, it might have uh, seemed seamless, but... um, I can tell you that it was not seamless. There was a lot of work that needed to be done in order for those first worship services uh, to come uh, to fruition, and Richard was a big part of that and gave us, you know, one of the things I really appreciate about what Richard did was Richard gave us a vision uh, to understand that we had newcomers coming Um, And the Lord was sending us all sorts of people, and we needed to steward that. And he was pivotal in creating a new culture of welcoming at our church. And I really appreciate uh, what he did for Mosaic and what what he's doing currently uh, for us. And then the Choose came on and gave us, I think, a spiritual boost that we needed in prayer and mission, uh, not to mention the boost we needed in our mini's children's ministry. I mean, what they did was just uh, just night and day, and I really appreciate all the work that they put in. Um, and finally, you know, Pastor Yoza, he continues to make Mosaic a place where people belong. And that's just so important. That's so much in his DNA. And um, he continues to work hard every single day to make Mosaic a place where people belong and not just attend. And um, along with that, the LT and the deacons work hard behind the scenes all the time to make Mosaic not just a home, uh, but a place uh, for God's mission. And so for the past three years, remember, we had none of that three years ago. And, um, I, I, just really look back and praise God for all that he's done, uh, 2015 and 2018. Um, and you know, what, what, what's going on right now? So that was the past, you know, three years. And so what's going on right now? Uh, right now is a continuation of many of those things that I just mentioned and i continue to expand on it. We're now training our second class of deacons and our very first class of elders. And, uh, we're always setting up new ministries and new small group leaders. Um, our new family small group that we set up just a couple of months ago has, you know, grown to such a size that we might need to split them up or make another group. And you know, our discipleship, you know, I'm just really blown away by what God has done in our discipleship. We still have a long way to go, but we started our discipleship one-to-one with faith that the Lord would grow it. And we started with just six people, uh, when we started, uh, in 2016, and now we are, um, discipling and engaging in the discipleship ministry with mentors and disciples, more than 45 people. Um, and that's, you know, just A couple of years of the Lord's growth. And I'm just, I'm just really thankful for that. Uh, We'll continue to work hard to make disciples because that's the core of the calling of the church. Uh, Now that we've set up Bob Weiss um, as our local outreach director, he's busy facilitating ways we could bring the gospel to this neighborhood, uh, to the place where God's put us. And our local outreach has grown a lot the past three years, Um, Not just the VBS, which has been just such a huge blessing um, to the neighborhood, but, you know, Bob is working to strengthen the teams uh, that are always working uh, to bring the gospel to this local area. And he's strengthening them and trying to incorporate more gospel sharing and and, uh, more support for those teams. Um, internationally Brian Chu and the, the missions committee they're, they're just working so hard and they've done such wonderful things and trying to organize our mission to bring more direction and clarity to the way that we do missions um, and their their vision that, that Brian Chu has, has brought along with Dave Choi and the others who've joined the missions committee I think it's just been really really great. Right now, we're working to set up a counseling network with churches in the area, and uh, in a couple of weeks, you're going to hear from Reverend John Huff, who's from New Mercy, and who's working with us to start a local counseling ministry in the Bergen County area. And so that is such a huge need, and we're working really hard on that to get that off the ground so that the people who need healing and people who need counseling for their marriages and life, they could get the help that they need. Um, initially we're going to partner with Redeemer on this project, but just, you know, the Lord ha- has grown our network. So it's not just Mosaic and Redeemer, but it's now, uh, four different churches in the Bergen County area who, who are, uh, partnering together with Redeemer's, um, kind of back end help on this. So I'm really excited about that project. Uh, there's so many, different things I could talk about with what's going on right now um, but you know we can't forget the ongoing project which is the new building uh, probably um, not everyone understands what a monster of a project that was coming into this new building but now there's just so much work um, to inhabit this place we want to make the new building our home and I think we've transitioned very smoothly into the new building, but now we're gonna work hard to make it our home, a place uh, where people can belong and a, people, a place where people feel like uh, this is my home church. And so um, Elizabeth um, and the deacons are, are working to, to beautify um, and to continually work with the function of uh this space so we're filling and and working with how to use the space optimally and how we can really make this a mission center uh for the community and so you'll see a lot of changes in our space in the next few months and we're because we're just starting to make it our home and uh finally, for now, you know, we are really focusing on spiritual deepening, spiritual deepening in this season. Um, widening, you know, is, is a great thing. Um, uh, the Lord has brought us in the past few years from 120 regular attendees, um, on a Sunday, uh, when the college students are not here to 220, uh, 120 to 220 in regular attendees. And just, you know, over the past three or four years. And I think by the end of this year, we'll probably, uh, be even North of that, but that's widening, and widening is great because the Lord is expanding our reach. But really, this season, we're focusing on deepening, deepening in the Lord, uh, praying more, uh deepening our intimacy with the Lord on an individual and communal level, worshiping with the spirit, focusing on what the Holy Spirit is doing in our congregation and what the Holy Spirit's doing in the lives of our people and seeking to disciple people um, in deeper relationships, no more um, superficial discipleship relationships, but pushing to uh, um, attack the things of the flesh and uh, pushing to continually seek accountability in deeper, deeper ways so that we can grow more, you know. Um, We have a great community uh, here at Mosaic, but now we're really challenging um, a deepening. And so that's kind of what's going on right now, uh, which takes us to the future, the future of Mosaic. And um, I'm really gonna focus on the short-term future uh, because the long-term future, I'll just kind of touch on very, very, uh, you know, quickly. When I say short-term future, I mean about a two-year time horizon, um, and the most immediate important milestone coming up is our interdependence vote with Chode. Um, Chode KM has um, their session unanimously agreed um, that they desire for us to go uh, independent and to become a fully mature church partnered with them in mission and in education. And so that's really, really exciting. And uh, we at Mosaic should not take that for granted that not too many EMs um, have that sort of open field and blessing and encouragement from the KM to mature and to grow in that way. And that vote is coming up on the on the 4th of August. So now it's our turn as the KM has kind of um, asked us to move in this direction and has blessed us to move in this direction. It, it's now up to us um, to take up the mantle and to uh, move in the direction um, of interdependence. And uh, I'm not going to get into it too much because I'm going to spend the whole episode on this and why uh, we're pushing towards this. Uh, but you know, I think it just suffices to say that I think it's going to be a great step of maturity for us. And secondly, I I want to sharpen our church's mission statement together in the next couple of years. Um, We have a good and very comprehensive mission statement. Worship, nurture, and mission, Um, but we as a leadership, meaning the LT, the deacons, the staff, we are talking uh, constantly about a kind of mission statement that is a movemental, and maybe you've never heard that word before, movemental, but something that causes movement, and it is something that every single person in our congregation can engage in, and so that every member of Mosaic can feel like, I know what I'm engaged in, I know what I'm doing here at Mosaic, um, I know what our purpose is, and so each person being part of a movemental mission statement um, together at our church. And that's really what we're hoping to sharpen and discern together. And uh, if you're a congregation member, you'll hear about it soon in our congregational meeting. And uh, I would love for that to take place in the next year or two, um, a a sharpened uh, movemental mission statement that we can all take on together and move in the same direction. Also in the next two years, uh, we're gonna be starting a faith and works program that's going to help our members engage their workplaces with their faith. Um, Something that can um, augment um, what everyone is trying to do in their workplace, but also to give more tools and to give more accountability and to give more encouragement and teaching on how we can carry the gospel into our workplaces. Along with that, we're going to continue to build um, our adult education program to provide uh, more training and theology for um, those at Mosaic. Um, the women's ministry has done some great things in the past few years, but we want to continue develop, to develop our men's and women's ministries um, and sharpen the work that uh, they are doing. And lastly, short term, in the next two years, kind of big thing, um, is we need to begin to research um, and to look into church planting in the future. Um, I have shared several times at our congregational meetings a vision to church plant and to multiply and to plant churches in strategic places to reach people for the gospel. And so we are going to be starting a a season of research, planning, and prayer for that into the future. And that leads us actually to the long term. Um, The long term, there needs to be a vision to see churches planted in very strategic places around us, um, whether that be in Manhattan or whether that be at, at a college campus. I believe that the Lord has put in my heart and the heart of the, the leadership not to build a mega church, uh, a church that is too large, but in instead to build strategic uh, a net network of churches that can reach people. And every time you plant a church, you're reaching new people that and your previous church would not have reached. And there are so many things that um, can be done in a new church plant um, that can't be done in a a church that's established. And so we want to pray into church planting um, in the next three to seven years, which is the long-term goal. And um, interdependence and the short-term goals and leadership development, identity formation, all of these things play into the long-term goal of planting churches, planting churches to reach people in strategic places. And um, we want to uh, create uh, a network of churches that uh, can reach people. Now, this is three to seven years out. And so when we begin to speak about plans like this, we need to be very humble, and we need to be very prayerful. And we need to say, if the Lord wills, and we need to make sure that uh, we are not being pushed in any man's direction, but we need to be prayerful and humble enough to say, uh, we uh, want to pray into this and we want to set this at the feet of our Lord, but we will do as he directs. And He can. we can um, establish these plans, but it's really only the Lord that will actually establish it. And so we want to talk about these things and we want to dream and we want to vision, but we want to do it very, very humbly. The last couple of things in terms of three to seven years um, out, uh, we want to um, establish more of a presence in the KPCA denomination. If you don't know, uh, Mosaic and Chode are part of the KPCA. It stands for the Korean Presbyterian Church Abroad. And there is an English section um, of the presbytery that we will be joining. Um, if the interdependence vote goes through. And there is a lot of ministry that we can do through the Presbytery, and we will be joining the Presbyterian so especially the elders um, will be engaging ministry in the denomination more and more. Um, we want to continue to uh, grow in our active leadership in the Chode Education Department in the next three to seven years. We want to be part of the decision-making and we want to be part of the input, uh, because, uh, we will be sharing the education department together with Chode KM. And so they invited us to come and be more of a voice in that. And we want to really take up that mantle and to do ministry together. Th- those are kind of the, the major things, um, in the, uh, the seven year time horizon. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to just say that I'm so thankful for what the Lord has done in Mosaic. I just look back to the past three years and a part of me just feels, um, you know, I was so unworthy to uh, be a part of the, the leadership and to lead this church. But uh, the Lord was so, so gracious uh, and he's he's really been gracious to us. And he's been really gracious to the leadership. And he's made Mosaic a place um, where I personally I'm just so happy that I serve with all the people that I do. You know, I when I boast about our church um, to other people, the thing that I always say is our church has really amazing people. And a lot of pastors feel like they're alone in ministry and they're alone in the battle. But I boast in the fact that I don't feel like that. I feel like I have brothers and sisters to my left and my right who I run with and who share this vision and um, build and grow with. Um, I love my discipleship, guys. I love the leadership team, the deacons, the staff, and all the people who serve and the servants. And I'm just really blessed. And um, I look back and I I just already had such a blessed experience at Mosaic. And when I think about our future, I just get really excited because there's just so much um, I I feel like the Lord is going to do. And um, I'm just praying into these things. And I pray that uh, you would also pray into the vision Um, that we are developing together um, as a leadership. And as a congregation member, please pray for the leadership. Um, As I said before, we will go um, in the way of the leadership. And so please pray, especially for our spiritual lives, that the Lord would uh, guard our hearts so that our hearts would be bent toward Him always, so that our church would always follow the leading of the Spirit. So I think that's good for uh, a first podcast episode. I'm really excited for how, um, the Lord can use this, uh, to communicate with our church. I hope that this was helpful for you in thinking about our church together. Um, so yeah, I want to stop right there and say, I love you Mosaic. And until next time, this has been Mosaic news, you know, keep listening and see you later. When my life is torn in two, I will praise you. When the laughing turns to weeping.